I don't want to put it all on my son, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never wanted him to ask me, like, Daddy, why you cut your hair? You feel me? And I got to tell him, I, they made me. I was forced to do it, or so I could, you know what I'm saying? So you could have insurance. Or, so blah, blah, blah. I ain't trying to tell him that, man. I'm like, forget it. I want him to be like, Daddy, I know why you turned down that job. You know what I'm saying? On his way to private school, on his way to, you know what I'm saying? College. I want him to know, like, you did that because you stood up for what you believed in. You know what I'm saying? You did that because you was confident enough to make your own decision as a man. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really all that's about is choices, you know? And I just wanted to let my son know that he got a choice. I just want money in the bank. Have no time for them to be just pray and say amen. Been here, boys, since way back when. I just want money in the bank. Hello everyone, my name is Walt and I'm the host of Boss Love, to show we are redefining professionalism and proving that natural hair and professionalism do coexist. We do that by speaking with black leaders, CEOs, professionals, and just really dope people who are doing amazing things. Now today, I have the honor and privilege of speaking with Cleo MCM. Cleo, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing great. Wonderful. Man, so for those who don't know, and if you don't know him, you're going to know him pretty soon just regardless of this podcast. Cleo is an artist, you know, he's a former college athlete, leathered in uh, college football. He's the leader, owner of Money Camp Monopoly, a lifestyle brand that just brings all of his interests together and helps other people go after their interests and dreams. And he also has an interesting story, a unique story with an interview he had recently that relates directly to this podcast. So we definitely had to bring him on and we're going to talk all about that. But to start everything off, Cleo, got yes, a question for you. What are three things that most people don't know about you? One, I took history like three times. So I love history. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I at first it was kind of, you know what I'm saying, huh, it's boring. I'm tired of listening to this. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, once I started to piece together these timelines, you know what I'm saying, I really, I figured out why we are where we are today. You know what I mean? And, like, so that's one thing. It's like I'm super interested in history. Um, I just had a son. Oh, congratulations! And besides that, I, the fact that I do music, uh, I really just I like diving into business, man. That's that's three, right? That's three. That's three. That's three. That's three. That's three. Congratulations on having a son. How um how many like months that. old is he? Man, months. He just one. He just he finna be one month. You know what I'm saying? He like oh, two word. Months. Yeah, man. Like it all, it all happened so fast. I'm talking about, I had graduated and I graduated one Thursday. The next Thursday I had my son, well, she had my son. And then the next Thursday after that, I had the enterprise interview. Man, back to back. A lot of life changes all in one. I'm telling you, man. Man, that's crazy. Graduated this year. What was the graduation like for you? It was not traditional. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First of all, it was in August, you know, but oh well, you feel me? At least we got to do the ceremony. But basically, I mean it was pretty cool though. Like uh, my whole my whole crew, whoever came with me, you know what I'm saying, we all basically got to walk as if we all graduated. Oh, you know what I'm cool. saying? So that that was pretty intimate, you know, especially because them the people that's been pushing me to get there, you know what I'm saying? So it was like they graduated with me. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember my graduation was just like, 
honestly, it was a mess. Was, they say it's like like one of the best days of life. But I just remember thinking, like, man, like I went to school out of town and everything. So it's like, man, yeah. like all these people, I'm probably not going to see them again. Like 90% of these people won't be seeing them. There's just a That's lot going is, on. Everyone's running I graduated. Around. I graduated all the way in Arkansas. It was like an eight hour drive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, them some of my closest brothers. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. I don't see them every day, man. Right. They know it's all love, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When the time's right, reconnect with happen. Yes, sir. Man. So, Arkansas. Was it football that got you all the way out there? Yeah, it was. I was at my first school at East Tennessee State, and uh, I got dismissed from the football team. Really, man, look, let me let me. Let me I know straight. that school. I know that school. I'm going to some light on that. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was first string. You know what I'm saying? And I was splitting reps with my backup. Like, I'm talking about I would go in for the first drive. They would punt the ball. The offense would go on the field. Defense would go back out. I'd be on the sideline, and he'd be in. And we do that the whole entire game. We're the only position that was doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So, I mean, me being bullheaded, you know, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. So, People asking me what's going on. I'm not talking too much about it. Then, like, my advisor, she asked me what was going on. So I told her about it. And she ran back and told the coach. You know what I'm saying? So that started some, some drama, you know. So that during that whole week, it was drama, you know. So, And then at the game on Saturday, you know, it had built up, you know. And the coach was like, you can wipe the attitude off your face. Da, 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 da. I'm like, dude, I ain't say nothing to you. But this is like – 20 year old me, you know what I'm saying? So right. like so you feel me? I'm like, I ain't do nothing. Like, what is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So he was like, You're out, he's in. I'm gonna win that battle every time. So I'm like, man, I ain't I ain't got nothing for it. So I walked away. And once I'm walking away, everybody started to follow me and make it like a big old deal, big old scene. It wasn't that big, you know what I'm saying? But like anyway, after that game, I had, you know, took the social media. <laughs> <laughs> which is probably not the smartest thing to do, you know what I'm saying? But I was dis I had I had dissed the coaches, you know what I'm saying? So then we went in for uh film and stuff on Monday or whatever. And they let that go by the next day. They told me that I was dismissed from the team, but they're gonna allow me to be recruited and stuff. But so that landed me in Arkansas. That was a crazy journey, man. That was just but what's wild is like it's really just part one, you know what I'm saying? Because I did never, th- I thought that that was like the climax of what I was gonna go through, you know what I mean? And then all this stuff ended up happening. Man, that's crazy. That's so. For those who don't know, you're um right outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, right? That's where you're from. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, man, that's interesting. So once you got to uh, out there in Arkansas, like you know, got the new team and everything, how was that experience mm-hmm. like before COVID? I, it was cool, man. Like, honestly, you know what I'm saying? It was them, them my brothers, man, if I'm going to be real. You know what I'm saying? Because out mm-hmm. there, it was different. I mean, at ETSU, it was it was its own struggle. You know what I mean? But it wasn't nothing compared to Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ran that football team like a dictatorship. And I mean it. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. But, you know what I mean? It was what it was, you know. Uh, how could I explain that? I don't know, man. Them just my brothers. Let me give a shout out to them real quick, man. Let me shout yeah. out my lead, boy. Let me shout out my boy Tony Bands, Tonda, T Babe I see, JP, and one love to my boy James Woods, man. And the day I go by, I don't, I don't think about you, fool. I think about you every day, boy. I love. That's man. love, man. That's love. Yeah, it's nothing like that bond, especially with the teammates, man. You're really in there together. Yep. 
Yeah. All right. And um, what did you major in? Uh, sport management, sport and recreation management with a focus in the business side of it. You know what I'm saying? Because in that major, it's so broad. You know what I mean? Like you can go straight recreation. You could go straight sport. Or you know what I'm saying? You could hit the business side of it. And that's like, like I could own the YMCA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just being a worker in the YMCA. You know, so like I really wanted to kind of get to the ins and outs. Like, how do you run a football team? How do you manage an NBA basketball team? You know what I'm saying? Like AAU, like how does stuff like that work? You know what I mean? Cause it's it's all a business. Right. That's true. Somebody runs it, whatever it is, there's always somebody running it. Okay. I'm trying yeah. to be the one running it. I feel that. I see it. Did you see um I like literally just saw it this morning, but did you see the uh, Pharrell Jay Z music video for Entrepreneur? No, I I heard a song though. You mm-hmm. feel me? And all I heard in that song was Black Man. I, you heard yeah. Me. But I ain't got to watch the video. It just came out today. Well, I just watched it today. I think it's been out at least a couple of days. But yeah, okay. I definitely I'm recommend watching it. Because like the song, like, I'm not going to lie. Like the song, it wasn't like, I like I felt it. But at the same time, it wasn't like, okay, yes. Yeah, you know, I just listened to it. Kept on going about right, it. I loved right. the message and everything. But then yeah. I saw the video. Mm-hmm. That video, man. So they... Wait for you to see it to really dive into it, but what they'll do is like they take different people, the whole video, all these different black leaders and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that some you've heard of, some you may have never heard of, just from all over America and all over the world. And right. Just the different things that they ended up creating or owning. Mm-hmm. It was powerful. It was a really powerful message because yeah. I think a lot of times we're like, what kind of it's like we're kind of guided into a certain box or a certain lane. Yeah, I'm, I, I can touch on that too, man. Like just being for real, like growing up in a small town, you feel me, it wasn't nothing but like sports. Like if you wanted to make it out, it was sports. You know what I'm saying? So like it's crazy because I, I feel like I was tricked, you know what I'm saying, into mm-hmm. loving the sport, you know what I'm saying? But it was really where the sport could take me, you know, and it was being ignorant to the fact that I didn't need the sport to take me anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel me? God put a lot of things in me, in us, on us, you know what I'm saying? In order for us to maneuver in the world, especially, I don't, man, I don't know how I can talk on her. I guess I can be free, especially in this white man world, bro. You know what I'm saying? They really, really, really own some uniform, man. Like, they, they want everything to be uniform. And I mean, nothing's wrong with that, but at the same time, you can't call your country a melting pot you know what I'm saying? And want everyone to look the same, be the same, and act the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, Enterprise wanted me to cut my hair, you know? But, like, they might want somebody else. I mean, let's say it's they gay. You know what I mean? And they might want someone else to, you know, hide that fact. Or, you know what I'm saying? But no shade, no shade to Enterprise and like that. It's just corporate America. You know what I'm saying? Like they got they they got this this box that they want everyone to fit in. Like Jay Z, like that's why I commend him, bro. Because I'm I've never seen Jay Z with long hair. I've never seen him. You know, I've always seen him clean cut. He a New York guy. You know what I'm saying? So, but just the fact that he taking a stand to naturally grow his hair out. You know what I'm saying? Just to let you know, like I'm one of the richest people that's ever done this. You know what I mean? And if I can have my hair out this way, why can't this? 18, 19 year old dude have his hair out this way and come in and get this job. Or 24 year old, you know what I'm saying, who got all the credentials, 
and who is well qualified. You know what I'm saying, what's gonna stop him from getting that job or her from getting that job? Is it their hair? Is it their skin? Is it the way they talk? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? You know? Yeah, I think you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And um, man, yeah, I love Jay Z for so many reasons. It's like the whole, like his whole life, his career as he continues to grow, it's all the blueprint. And I feel mm-hmm. like I oftentimes look at him and like, so like recently he partnered with, I think it's like the Long Island, it's a college in like the Long Island, New York. And he created yeah. the Rock Nation School of Business. Do you see that? I did see that. What it like, he said he'll be talking about, I really don't know what the class is too much be about, but like. Well, it's an actual it's, school. So like, you know, how colleges will have different departments for certain majors, like a business yeah. department, things like that. So it's like, like a school legitimate. Of science, but this yeah. is. School of Business for um sports and entertainment. That's hard, and I seen yeah. you know you know he do the Rock Nation stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. that's big. That's big. Like if yeah. I can get right, not if I can get right, I'm right already. But this music stuff, once it get going and it's smooth, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind doing that neither, especially because they finna start paying college athletes. So it's gonna be somebody that's 18, 19 that needs an agent. That's right, cause man, when you like, <laughs> when you like, not even that star player. If you just like on the team and you're getting paid for it, you start having people kind of come. People come to you already, but when you yep. have money with it too, and especially if you never had that money in your life before. Like, I remember when I was in college, just like started working more, and I had like, I think it was like. I had a hundred dollar bill, and I was like, the first time I had a hundred dollar bill to my name, I was like, damn, that's kind of crazy. Just looking at it. Yeah. You look at that money you never had before. It just does something. You don't even know what to do with it, like especially if you never had that guidance. So, well, the future said point. money that that money make you greedy when you're starving. Yeah, you know I'm saying and it could be. It yeah. was a lot of it was a lot of times, man, in school. Like I wish I had a little check, a little something. You know what I mean? Something like that. Cause, but that's. But I'm glad that they're doing this. Cause I actually wrote a paper about this my senior year in high school and my freshman year in college. Like oh, the man. fact that. These play, these people need to be paid. Like enterprise, my hours at enterprise were the exact same hours I had as a college athlete. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as waking up, going to workouts, making it to get some food, making it to class, you know what I'm saying, making it to some other classes. And then after that, you got meetings. You know what I'm saying? And then after meetings, you got practice. Then after practice, you gotta get some more food. And then you got to go do all of that work you just, you know what I'm saying, done in class. You got to go home and do some homework. Like, it's it's a real deal. Like, it's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a job. It's a career, if you're going to ask me. You know what I'm saying? Even just going to college and doing it, that's a career. Because these people demand, they, they are demanding something out of you. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of this scholarship and blah, 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 and all this money that you might be getting or receiving. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a fugazi, it's a fugazi, you know what I'm saying? It's just something to keep these people quiet, keep their mouth closed. It's some hush mm-hmm. money, so to say. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you can't tell me, like, Marcus Mariota out in Oregon. Like, you can't tell me he wasn't just getting so much love. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just just because he's famous, that does not erase the fact that he might be hungry in the dorm room. You know what I'm it's a fact. People don't, people don't think about that, man. You got to walk around in college, and college ain't nothing but it's, it's a status game, you know? And, of course, you want the newest shoes, you know what I'm saying? You want whatever, whatever. If I'm out here and I'm busting my tail so your wife can have a place to stay, your daughters and 
sons can go to private schools, you know what I'm saying? And you keep your job, you know, what's wrong with me being fresh? <laughs> or send him send us money back home to take care of my people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man. So what's um because so I think we're probably at different levels for sure. So the school I went to, I played soccer in school and it was a, in the NAIA. And so it's a smaller division than NCAA. I know NAIA. I had to, oh, yeah. I, actually, I was going to NAIA school for my last year, but I, over. Yeah, I said forget it, bro. I'm I'm here to graduate, not play football. That's, That's interesting. That's interesting. So what what kind of what could have triggered that mindset within you? Um, really, my hometown, man. Just where I'm from, like it's. It's crazy, man. Everybody I looked up to that played football, you know what I'm saying, they either went to jail for selling drugs or went to jail for some other shit or just don't do nothing now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, it kind of it kind of put me in that, like, as a kid, though, it, was, it wasn't no bigger than football. Like, nothing was bigger than football. You know what I'm saying? So I, was, I would try to figure out, what, like, what happened and what went wrong from a football standpoint, not a life standpoint, you know? And... Really, once I once I got released from the team at uh, ETSU, you know, like that kind of opened my eyes to things are bigger than football, you know. And actually, I went out there in my first semester in Arkansas. This ain't pretty, man. I went out there my first semester in Arkansas, and I had a zero point eight GPA. That's that's mm. coming. That's coming from coming from ETSU being kicked off, going out to Arkansas from January to May. I had a point eight, you know what I mean, and that was definitely wasn't in the. I graduated with a three point oh, you know what I'm saying. If that says anything, like nothing was bigger than football. So I went home every day and I thought about football and music. You know, I never really cared about school because it was just like I'm not in Arkansas to go to class. You know what I'm saying? But it's a package. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to make the sacrifice. You know, like if I truly wanted to work at Enterprise cutting my hair would have been a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? But me truly wanting to play football, going to school was a sacrifice. Like, So I went out there from August to December, and you know what I'm saying? I got back in school, and I got back eligible. I had like a 3.4 and just that semester. And then the next semester, you know what I'm saying, I went back, and I gained my eligibility back, and I started playing football. And then once that year went by, this is 2018, I broke my ankle like week six. You know what I'm wow. saying? Yeah, yeah. And it was really crazy because, like, at the time, I was I was really heavy on, like, I started reading books. You know, I started uh, reading up on Think and Grow Rich, As a Man Thinketh, uh, The Kabbalion. Oh, it's another book. The Four Agreements. You know what I'm saying? And, like, mm-hmm. once I started reading up on that, you know what I mean, and then I got hurt, it was kind of like I manifested that injury because it was like, I kept thinking, like, because I wanted to go to the NFL so bad. I don't give a damn. NFL, CFL, AAF, it didn't matter what it was. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to go. And I was just like, the only way I won't go is if I get hurt. And I got hurt. Every day I was thinking about it, like, damn, man, if I get hurt, bro, what am I going to do? Like, what's what's going to be life after football? I started preparing myself for life after football. So once I got hurt, it was sort of like, okay, like, now, now it's the real life. You know what I'm saying? Now it's real. And I just like that mindset came from a lot of different places. 
know what I'm saying? And it didn't all happen like a light switch. You know what I'm saying? It was really slow and painful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I had to, it sounds crazy, but like in order to become who you want to be, you know what I'm saying? You got to kind of kill who you were. Mm-hmm. And I had to really break up with the person that I was, you know what I'm saying? In order to say, okay, I'm going to wake up at six this morning and I'm going to do some, you know what I'm saying? Check out the t-shirts, see how much they cost, see how much I can make off of this, see what, the, you know what I'm saying? And really just get the business down pat because I can keep going, man. When I started music, you know what I'm saying? It was all music. It was all fun, you know, even like just like football. But when I started music, it was all fun. And I just wanted to know how to make it, how to make the best song. And then, you know what I'm saying? Once I started to really get into it, I realized that, it's not always the best song that make it. It's the best business. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, now you can't stop a good song. You know what I'm saying? Like Old Town Road, that country. That <laughs> you cannot stop a yeah. good song. I don't care what you do. There's no stopping a good song. But once you put business behind that, it's it's, it's unstoppable. Like, let me think of a of a good song that had business. I'll just say Travis Scott Astro World. I mean, it's not my favorite, but like just that album, it has so much business structure behind it that it made it successful. Like this man had a basically a carnival at his tour. You know what I'm saying? Every show of his tour, that made it an event. Like everybody wanted to see it, everybody wanted to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like even with this, with the with the boss locks, you know what I mean? Like you want you want to flow traffic to that. So you want to figure out the best business scheme in order to make that happen, you know? That's right. That's right. Like how you tie that all together and it kind of shows exactly why you're doing what you're doing. This isn't right. just like starting a label. It's not just getting into music. You have some purpose behind it. Yeah. Really interesting. So um, can you tell us about um, Money Can't Monopoly? Okay. You know, what you uh, want to do with it? I mean... It really it started it started with four of us, you know what I'm saying? I'm still cool with all everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like I started to really take it like like serious. Like this is what I wanna do, you know what I'm saying? Like this is how I wanna be known and stuff like that. So I just started taking it serious and like when it started, it was really just about like people getting money, you know what I'm saying? Like and that's that's something that everybody can can get along with. You know what I mean? Like I'm in an apartment and whoever downstairs from me, they want some money, you know? So nothing, so you can get in, you can get in with money can monopoly, man. You just got to be about getting your paper, man. And, and it's just a lifestyle of that. You know, nobody wants to live, you know, like poor or in poverty and nothing's wrong with that. Cause I definitely didn't come with a silver spoon. I was poor. You know what I'm saying? But like I worked and I grinded, you know what I'm saying? I pulled myself up and, you know what I'm saying? With the help of, of family, you feel me? But like I pulled myself up and made it happen. You know what I'm saying? That's really what Money Camp is about. Like that's the that's the that's the that's the motto. That's the mantra. You know what I'm saying? That's how we feel. You feel me? But like honestly though, I really wanna like hit so many avenues with it, you know what I mean? Like with the music or with the uh like how Rock Nation got Rock Nation sports, you know what I'm saying? Like, or just a production company, like where you got photographers take pictures, you know what I'm saying, videographers and 
graphic designers like look like you know what i'm saying i know so many people that do so many things like that it's it's almost necessary to be multifaceted you know it's mm-hmm. interesting i look at i look at money count like a like a ymca you know what i'm saying like if you want to hoop you got that if you want to crossfit we got that if you want to lift weights heavy we got that too you want to swim we got that too you know what i'm saying that's how i think about money camp i wanted to be able to hit a wide a wide area of people you know good variety love it love the mindset behind it too i think that's something that a lot of people would get down with appreciate that man Hey, I want to take a quick break to tell you about a Facebook group we've put together called Working While Black. It's the number one group for black professionals, creatives, entrepreneurs, and people in the workforce to connect, learn, and support each other's growth. It's an extension of this very podcast and will be a place to dive deeper into topics discussed on this show, as well as having the opportunity to participate in a live Working While Black series that addresses the black experience in the workplace. Now, if you're feeling this, then you'll want to join immediately because we're naming the first 50 people to join as the founding members who will get special privileges as the group grows. Now, you can join today by searching for Boss Locks Working While Black. And also, to just make it real easy on you, if you click the link in the description, it'll take you to our site. We can learn about our guests and everything that they're doing, but also, you'll see really easy instruction on how to join the group. I'm talking about, like, a click of a button and boom, like, you're there. So, you know, it's free, it's easy, and it's built to support black growth. So, join today, and I'm looking forward to see you there. Thank you very much for listening, and now back to our show. So with with this year, with COVID hitting, kind of changing graduation, like I feel like there's a lot of like, we could look at a lot of like losses really, but really I personally like to look at losses as lessons, kind of lessons learned. Right, right. So with that in mind, what would you say some of your like 2020 wins and, lo- wins and lessons learned have been? Okay. I mean, one was that, you know what I'm saying? Like having a son, you feel me? So like that's, you got to be selfless, not selfish, you know? And I had to learn at the, at the beginning of this year, I had to learn to be selfish. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn to really, because I'm the type of person who will really help people out. Like, I don't care. If I got $20 in my pocket and a little kid come up and he like, I need some money, man. You, let me get some money. I know you got some money. If I will pull out that money and give it to him. You know what I'm saying? And like, because I, I believe in energy, you know what I'm saying? They come back, you know, but like, it was just like, that was a lesson, just learning to be a little selfish, you know what I'm saying? And then in the middle of the year, learning to be selfless, because I just had my son. And before before this interview, he was tripping, tripping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, please be asleep by 3.30. Like, it was crazy. It got crazy, but you know what I'm saying? So that taught me taught me real patience. But just from the corona aspect, man, really my opinion on that is just the world finna change. You know what I'm saying? Like 
before 9-11, if anybody said, you got to walk into this airport and take your shoes off before you get on the plane, no one would have believed that. Like, people would have been like, bro, you so crazy. Like, da, da, da. you know what I'm saying? But now, I couldn't even go to work without a mask. I can't go to the gas station without a mask. Like, I was literally at the job interview at Enterprise, and I couldn't even shake his hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has this has completely changed the world. Like, it's gonna, it's on some touch less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The less you touch, the, the the better your life is. The more smooth you maneuver. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, and even like I be seeing the Breakfast Club and stuff, and they do interviews like this. You know what I mean? So it's right. just it adjusting adjustments. So selfless, selfish. And adjustments. That's, that's what I learned. And we we just like in the third that. quarter, so I know I got one more lesson coming uh, in this year. That's right. Year's not up. I'm telling you, man. I like that. I like that. I think you're exactly right. I like to say COVID really exposed a lot. Like one with like um, just like how it like affects people health wise. I've learned. I'm not an expert at all, but just learns that it kind of like heightens whatever is going on within you. Yeah, and I yeah. just think like that really happened with just the world and how society's established. It just really heightened everything. So you see a lot of black people affected and Man, if people you wanna, from environments affected. But. If you want to get off topic, I mean it's not off topic, but if you want to go, if, if you want to go there, I would say 2016, the election year. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw a lot of people in my face telling me like. F the current, not not the current president in 2016, but dude that's in, in office now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They was really like, oh man, he's crazy, man. He'll never win. Oh my God. Uh, uh. And then they voted for him. <laughs> then he won. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like I seen a lot of smiles in my face, but you know what I'm saying? Like there was frowns in the in the ballot booth, you know, and it was just like that's when I started to see the like life change. Cause I went through high school, like my whole high school years was Obama. Mm. So I saw a lot of love, but it was, it was fake love. But I saw a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? But like, what I didn't see was when these kids my age go home and all it is is like bash Obama this, bash Obama that, antichrist and all this. So I'm in the Bible Belt. You know what's going on. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And then I get to college and we more open. We free. You know what I'm saying? We talking. We having free conversations. So, you know what I'm saying? While Trump saying all of this outlandish stuff, you know, we having conversations about it in the locker rooms. And, you know, like, they like, nah, man, he's crazy, man. He'll never win, blah, 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 blah. Then he turns around and wins. So that right there put me in a little mindset of, you know, like, who can you trust? Hmm. You know, but, like, we'll just fast forward to now. Like, for example, I'll give you Kanye's example. Then I'll forget Kanye. I'll go with my example. Man, I bought me a mask. It's a red mask. It's like the red hat. Mm. Same font and everything. It says, keep calm and stay six feet away. But it looks like this. You know what I'm saying? And I bought it on purpose. Because I I walked into Walmart. He's like, hey, mask are required. I'm like, all right, cool. Then I go buy one. So I went in there and bought the, the mask that will make him the happiest. And when I tell you, man, I walked outside and everybody was my friend. Every everybody was my friend. Like, hey, man, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, man, that's a good, good mask, oh, yeah. nice mask. Yeah, bro. And I'm just like, I'm like, that is crazy, you know? Like, cause it's like a Harley Davidson jacket. 
if if I if I drive Harley Davidson's, that's I'm a biker, you know what I'm saying? And I see you got on a Harley Davidson jacket, I'm gonna be like, hey man, nice jacket. I liked it. Right. You know? And it kind of threw me off because I was in the mall like last week and it was a man and his son. He had on a Trump Pence 2020 hat. You know what I'm saying? I had on I had on this mask, you know, and I look, I look at my girl, I'm like, I'm like, babe, watch this. You know? And I'm like, hey man. I pointed at his hat, I pointed at my mask, and I gave my thumbs up. He said, man, oh man, all you gotta do is listen. That's all you gotta do. He's telling you the truth. I said, oh my God. I said, babe, if I had food in my hand, he would have ate it out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because he was just, he was so excited to see me black and and like involved in something that he believed in. Mm-hmm. You know? And like, I just felt like it's a lot of fake in this world and it's a lot of undercover people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, don't get me wrong, like Trump most definitely brought out, I say he brought out a certain crowd to where like, hey, I own how I feel. If I if I want a wall on that border, I'm gonna say that. Karen's. He brought a lot of Karen's out. You know what I'm saying? But he also made the people that could keep it a secret even stronger. You know, because like my dad, like he works, he works in Tennessee, you know what I'm saying? So they talk about politics, they grown, you know what I mean? But like, he was just like, man, it was probably a lot of people that told me that that's who they wasn't going to vote for and they voted for him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of, it kind of it kind of set me up in in this space to where it's like, I mean, literally, who who can you trust? You know what I'm saying? Like you gonna you gonna look at me and tell me this, and this is how you feel. But when you go home, you feel a different way. You right. Know? And that just that that kind of opened me up to America and how how I really go down in this country. That's a good analogy for America, though. <laughs> it's like it's almost like that is the way to be as you grow in your career it's like make friends with people up top you know but don't you know just, yeah but that ain't, that ain't that face it, up at front yeah that ain't it that's not that's not how you do it man you gotta stay true to you man like i don't care what kanye was trying to accomplish I, he did he put on look bro kanye put on the hat and he got into the white house you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I put on, I put on a, a mask. It don't even say nothing that they believe in. But Trump tell you not even to wear a mask. But you feel me? Like I put on a mask, and these people are open to have conversations with me. They'll let me know anything I ask, you know, because they think that I'm like minded with them. Mm-hmm. But little do they know, like I'm so like up here that I could fake like I'm down here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it just I don't know. That blew my mind. That was something that happened like this past week. I had to touch on that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm glad you shared. That's a good story. It's it's kind of interesting. Like take away just like the politics from that interaction. That's because very just interesting. Just one on one, like two different types of people saw one common similarity, and there's just yep. like human connection just right there. Mm-hmm. And like, who knows? Other than that, without the mask, he may look to you a complete different way. And could have been a whole Karen moment right then and there. So. You feel me? I had to pull out the phone, been on World Star, all the extra. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. So, what do you think about the, not necessarily who you're going to vote for, but just like 
this political environment we're in right now as we're heading up to the elections? Uh, circus. It's a circus. You know what I'm saying? Like my pops, he keep the TV on CNN all day. I'm like, man, if you keep your C- if you keep your TV on this one channel, you only gonna get this one amount of information. You know. So like, he get mad at me because I go to like, I go to his house and it'll be on CNN. As soon as the commercial break cut, I go to Fox. Only because I want to know both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are they praising them? Why are they bashing them? You know what I'm saying? What's my opinion? You know, and I, I've always been that kind of guy. Like, I'll take the left, I'll take the right, but then I want to make my own opinion in the middle somewhere. You know, and like, ah, the last election, it was some Ebola. Now it's Corona. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Huh? Trump, yeah, Trump, giving, Trump giving away money. You know, I told you, I like history, man, but Trump, he just giving away money now. You know what I'm saying? It's really, it's it's different. Like, and honestly, I hear so much about Trump that it kind of drowns out every other uh what nominee, basically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every other candidate, every other candidate, it drowned it out because like he's gonna tweet. Like he's <sighs> it's gonna sound crazy. Donald Trump is like a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he needs to keep popping. You know what I'm saying? He needs to stay hot, you know. He needed these four more years. He needs these. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he's really finna, he's trying to stay hot. He gonna diss Biden. He gonna diss who he gotta diss. He gonna, he is 6'9". That's who he is. Donald Trump oh, is a, a clout chaser. He is yeah. a clout chaser. He'll do everything wrong. He'll rat on his homies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he, that Epstein dude, that was down there his best friend. <laughs> and he don't know him no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it's a circus, man. Like CNN is TMZ. You feel me? Fox News is E News. Like these these people, they like they really parallel all attention. News, That's yeah. all it's about. That's all it's it's like about. Whatever side you're on, everyone's just trying to get the attention drawn. Everybody just wants some clicks, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a good analogy. Trump and uh, six nine. I was thinking Trump and Connie, and that's definitely why. Like I feel like they definitely click like that. Cause right, <laughs> crazy, <Yeah. laughs> man. So, um, speaking of actually the whole rap life and everything, um, well, actually, first question: Do you consider when you present yourself, introduce yourself? Do you what do you say? Do you call yourself a rapper, a artist, MC? Like, what are like? I how mean, do you present yourself? I my Instagram say entrepreneur. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, like I'm the one. Who gonna go buy the beat? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go in the studio, make spend spend money on studio time. You know what I'm saying? So that's spending money on the beat and studio time. Then I'm gonna go spend my time in the studio, you know what I'm saying, to make the song. Then I'm gonna work on the song, and then I gotta pay for the song to get mixed and mastered, you know what I'm saying? And then after that, I gotta start coming up with ways to get the graphics, get me a, a some cover art, you know what I'm saying? Like little things like that. So I, I I'm the business. You know what I mean? Like, like some people just rap, and that's all they got to do is go into the studio. Like you know what I'm saying? Do that. But like, I'm the dude that's paying the rapper. I'm the dude that the rapper is talking to before he releases music. Like I'm trying to be a one stop shop, man. One man army. I like you know it. Man? I like it. 
do you uh, plan on bringing on other people soon or is that just as you grow I mean, I got I got my brother with me, you know what I'm saying? He really the reason I started rapping, you know what I'm saying? I was playing football. Right. I wanted to go to NFL. I wanted him to be on BT MTV. You know what I'm saying? But like now, I'm trying to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I wanted him to take it serious. So I started doing it. Now we both taking it super serious. You know what I'm saying? He be performing with me. He gonna be a, he gonna be with me at this Royal Wave concert in Swainsboro, Georgia. It's right by Statesboro. And then uh right in like Huntsville, Gadsden, Alabama area. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, uh, I'm performing with Pooh Shiesty and Fujiano. They had just signed with Gucci Mane. You know what I'm saying? But like, I've been serious, I would say, since 2018. You know what I'm saying? I released my first project in 2017, and it was fun. You know what I'm saying? And I started to see how many people was liking my music. I'm like, dang, bro, like, y'all really liking my music? I thought y'all only liked me because I was balling on the football field. Like, Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Now they like my music. So it just, it kind of tapped into a different, not a different type of love, because I feel like it's the same exact love that I got, like that I get from waking up, going to the game and playing in front of all them people. But it's from, it's from a different source. You know what I'm saying? Like I love, like I still love getting the feedback from people. I don't care if it's bad comments. I like negative comments. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know why. But I like going in there and reading what somebody like got to say. Like I don't care if they calling me a mumble rapper or I'm singing or you know what I'm saying. Oh, uh, look what he did to this beat. That's a poor beat. I feel bad for these pianos. I don't care. You know what I'm saying because it's <laughs> it's traffic. That's really mm-hmm. all people want. It's traffic. Like you know what I'm saying. If nobody clicked on TMZ today, TMZ would shit itself. Right. They would lose their mind if they got zero clicks in one day. No such thing as bad press. Exactly. That's very cool. That's what's up. And you really have, like, you, I mean, regardless of what people say, like, you just mentioned, like, you just dropped it, like, there's nothing, like, you ain't gonna be open for Rod Wave. Like, no, that's, that's actually like a, that's a big thing that a lot of people would, like, do the most to kind of get to that position you're in. And you also mentioned you open for a money bag. Yo, how long ago was that? That was, uh, this past Sunday. This past Sunday? Yeah, yeah, him and Mulatto. Oh, both of them. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what's yeah. up, man. That's, well, one, congratulations on that. Those are three really great moves. Um, and so I'm curious when you kind of think of it from this entrepreneurial perspective and everything, what is it that puts you in these type of positions? Uh, me not wanting a boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I've always been in trouble, man. Like, I don't know. But it, it ain't never been no, like, I ain't ever, you know what I'm saying, done no stupid, crazy, outrageous stuff that you be hearing about on the news. It be like, the, the teacher might be talking, and I might be whispering to some girl, and she's like, hey, uh, you know what I'm saying, on me. Like, for real. Like, this, it started it started way before that. But, like, I first had got suspended in, like, the fourth grade. And then, like, I ended up getting suspended, like, seven through twelve. You know what I'm saying? Like, every year, I got to spend at least once or twice, you know what I'm saying, on some real, like, petty stuff, like, beating on the school desk or, you know what I'm saying, or I might have gotten into a fight or something, but, like, somebody punched, they punched me first, though, and he called me the N-word. That's stuff you deal with in Tennessee, man, but he called me, I'm in eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade, you know what I'm saying, he, while I'm walking down the hall, he looking at me like, and look, he said, what, nigga? I'm like, whoa, bro, like, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? And then he just, hit me in the job. So now I'm like, oh damn! 
You feel me? So I had to beat his ass. <laughs> but I got in trouble for that. But like, really though, man, it was just I was always in like, I I guess maybe authority. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never really done like done good with that. Like, cause even my football coaches, like, I was real coachable. You know what I'm saying? But I had to know why. Like, I wanted to know why. What you know what I'm saying? Why I was doing what I was doing. You know what I mean? I've always, I'm like that with my parents. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they don't like it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I gotta know why. Like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? If you are gonna tell me to take out, like, you can't just wake up and be like, take out the trash. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be like, hey, bro, man, take out the trash so this house ain't dirty. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know why it's that. It's always been like that small with me. But like, I just, mm-hmm. I, I never really liked being told what to do, especially when I believed that my way was better. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you could have seen me being in Enterprise, and they like, man, I want you to line these cars up this way. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, they might look better going this way. You know what I mean? Then I lose my job. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I don't, I, I ain't got no time for that. So I'd rather make my own job. And I'd rather, you know what I'm saying? If I'm wrong, I would rather see the numbers and then realize I'm wrong and go correct my mistake, you know? Instead of, because, like, if my coach wrong, or if the coach was wrong, you know what I'm saying? I can't go tell him he wrong. You know, I can't go tell him, man, you just put me in a messed up position and made me look stupid in front of all these fans. I can't tell him that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if it's my business, I I trust my judgment. You know what I'm saying? My football team, my defense, my whatever, I trust my judgment. My family, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter. Like, me not taking that job. Like, it was a lot of people talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel bad for this guy's family. I'm like, man, I really feel bad for your family because you sitting here on the internet and you looking at my life and you typing away, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here trying to make some money for my people. Like, you ain't get no interview. You know what I'm saying? You weren't clean enough to do that. You ain't graduate. So you feel me? Like, I be, I feed into the hate sometimes, but I don't like it. I mean, like, not not feed into it. You know what I'm saying? But I like the hate sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't necessarily like feed into it or like let it make me or break me or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. And so what you were talking about just made me think like a lot of times, I, th- I especially think this in school. That's why I think it's important to have more like black teachers in um, school. Yeah. But um, just like those things that people may have seen as like problematic, but really what you're explaining is kind of more like leadership potential. Like you're asking Thank you. I was a, to learn. Bro, I was a team captain on every team I've ever been on. I was the team captain. You know what I'm saying? And like, I've always been good with leading. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the weight room and shit, it might be five fifty in the morning. You know what I'm saying? But we in there like, oh, you can't do that. You will get nothing done being droggy at five in the morning. You already mad because you had to wake up. So you might as well get over right. that, go hard in this workout and get better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I always, I always been that type of guy as far as like making people up their level of play. Like LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? He make everybody on his team better. He a Capricorn too. I'm a Capricorn. You feel me? I always remember that. But you know what I'm saying? Like I always felt like just me being there made everybody around me better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like I took that same approach in the music. I took the same approach in the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, one thing: if you were in college right now, you a college student. Save your powerpoints when they when the teacher lets you download the course through a PowerPoint, do that. Cause I got, I'm talking about, I got like all of my, all of them. Every business class I took, I got the PowerPoints on them. 
You know what I'm saying? So I can teach my brother. My brother ain't go to college. You know what I'm saying? He graduated high school and that was it. Nothing's wrong with that. But he got the same source of the knowledge that I got. And I paid for it. You know what I'm saying? So each one can teach one if you keep these PowerPoints. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't got to be an hour and 30 minute class like 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 college. You know what I'm saying? It could be, mm-hmm. hey, bro, let's go through these PowerPoints. Boom, boom, boom. And you stop on something. Make it a real life example and let these people grasp it because it's, listen, man, college is like high school. You feel me? The college is like the NFL. You know what I'm saying? It's all of it. All of it is a graduate. It's a gradual, you know what I'm saying, increase in everything. And difficulty, in pay, in benefits, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 just, it's about, it's not where you start, you know what I'm saying? It's where you finish. You feel me? You just got to, because the, these people on the block, man, they ain't never seen nothing. But if I can show them one business PowerPoint, it might spark their mind to be like, man, I want to sell socks or right. anything. You know what I'm saying so, you know. Man, I like that a lot. Each one could teach one. That's powerful. That's powerful. Cause like I know, um, there's that um, the miseducation of the Negro, and they talk about like when a black person is, like goes off and gets an education, they go out to school, get the education, the same information they could come back to their own hometown and teach everyone. Just wow. usually what ends up happening is they just keep on going, so they just kind of leave their hometown behind. Yeah, and I mean some. Yeah, I can't probably. really speak badly on it because sometimes you just have to remove yourself from environments. But at the same time, it's just really special when you can find ways to send back resources, information back home. The key, the key to being or going back home or, you know what I'm saying, reaching out to back home or building back home. The key to that is your connection to the youth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember how I felt as a kid. You know what I'm saying? All these people that I looked up to. And you know what I'm saying, wanted to be like, you know, I knew that if if they came over there and they talked to me, it would make my day. So I try to do that to all the little kids in my hood. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally, you know what I'm saying? Like they think I got money. I ain't got no damn money. But because every time they come up to me, they ask me for a dollar. And I just so happen to have a dollar. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you feel me? Like I just it's it's the youth, man. If you can get their attention and you know what I'm saying? Like that way, you know that what you're building, it, it, it's got the potential to grow. Like if I built the recreation center back home, you know what I'm saying? I feel like everyone will go to it, you know, especially the youth, because some of the youth is cool with me. You know what I mean? And they going to want to go, you know, and then they're going to have siblings or might have little cousins. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody new to the town, a new kid in school. And you can come to this recreation center. You know what I'm saying? Just because it, it's, it feels inclusive. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's about the youth. If you're going to go back home and you ain't trying to touch the youth, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you're going back for the wrong reasons. Because mm. you, nine times out of ten, if you made it out of there and you're going back, you know what I'm saying? You're probably going to go back to, to shit on these people. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, <sighs> shit, man. They're their history, though. But like, and I don't care, bro. Just that's the slave mentality. I hate it, bro. I hate it because like it's it's like a dog. Like if you got a big dog and it's meant to be outside, you know what I'm saying? That's where it's gonna stay. And you got a little dog that's meant to be in the house, and that's where it's gonna stay. 
know what I'm saying? These dogs are not, they, they both dogs, but they're not going to like each other. They both can't speak English. They both boo-boo and pee, and no one can do anything about it. But they don't like each other because I get treated different because I'm outside, and I get treated different because I'm inside, you know? And it creates a inner conflict, you know what I mean? Like, little do you know is, if I'm this outside dog, and I'm this inside dog, and we working, it's it's two different types of information, you know? Mm-hmm. And we got an advantage over the one that's in the house and out the house, the white guy, you know what I'm saying? Or the human. We ain't got to make it about race, but you know what I'm saying? It like, it's, man, we, we've, been, we've been programmed for, for hundreds of years, you know? And we, we yeah. just now starting to break out that mode. Like I was watching uh, Dick Gregory a lot, you know what I'm saying? Before he passed. And even when he passed, I started watching him way more, you know? And, what he was saying was he's a comedian, but what he was saying wasn't too much of jokes. Like he, he told them as they were jokes, but it was really reality. You know what I mean? And right. it was like, I, let me think of one if see if I can. It'd be all right, man. You can go watch. You just type in Dick Gregory on yeah. YouTube and they'll be everywhere. But like, you know, it, it's just like when you if if I was if I was to take over my city, you know what I'm saying? Like, first things first, in order for me to ensure power, I'm gonna make sure that everyone that has the potential to rise up against me, I'm gonna make sure they don't like each other. You know, like you know, it's um with uh, what you're saying is actually very, very real to the point where that's exactly what happened. Because um, I don't know if you study this in history, but something I learned last summer. I took this. It was, um, of course, all about racial equity. Mm. And they taught you, they went all the way back to like when slaves were first brought here. And when they first brought here, there's like the whole concept of race and everything. Like it's all been invented. And they basically used it to separate everybody. Because at first, you know, the black people, the white people were there, even like some Native Americans are all you know, working together, they're all under the same oppression, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, different, but similar oppression. So they right. linked with each other. They'd, like, run away with each other and everything. So they started just introducing race and started giving, you know, mm-hmm. the white people a little more hierarchy and all that. And then it got to the point where, like, I forgot exactly what happened, but they were incentivizing um, people to kind of keep black people in line or if they ran away, kind of bring them back and everything. Bro, you they just put me land. on. Yeah. Like, I have to find the resources and send it to you, but yeah, it's... But nah, it sound, it, it, it's, it's too real. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you got to think, like, okay. White. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all you hear is white. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't hear... Italian, you don't hear French, you don't hear German, you don't hear Australian, white. These people are from different places, different parts of the country. You know what I'm saying? But when you come to America, you are American. You're not French American, you're not Italian American. You know what I'm saying? You just stay in little Italy or you stay in Chinatown or you, you know what I'm saying? You stay where your people stay. You stay where the Polish people stay. You stay where the Italians stay. You, you know what I'm saying? Where, I'm trying to tell you, it's really bad because like it's gotten to the point to where 
I mean, I don't want to say that it's, it's, it's beef between like Africans and African-Americans, you know what I'm saying? But like, there is a friction in that relationship, you know, because these people in Africa, like they, I mean, everybody's done had, everybody's done, done been touched as far as colonization. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. these folks, these folks went into Africa. That's the first place they went. That's the richest place in the, in on the earth. You know what right. I'm saying? So why wouldn't you want to go there? And why wouldn't you want to find out why these people, like, I finished this before I go on to that. But like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it's just, it's a lot of separation, you know, in our communities. Like, dark skin, light skin. Like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Yo, like, that? we talking, we talking about dark skin and light skin, and these people are all the same skin color. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't sitting here talking about, oh man, look at his nose, or oh man, look at his ears. Oh bro, dude, his people are from Italy. Like, we're not messing with that. You you never hear that with white folks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause they all they band together. You feel me? But they only band together because that's what they were taught and that's what they knew. And we run away. That's what we taught. That's what we knew. You know what I'm saying? In order to get out of this situation, take off. You know what I'm saying? Like, in order to get out of the South, go to the North. You know, it like that's a, that that's that's what we were taught. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see, I got this chain on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's for real. Like, it's it's really real. And you know what I'm saying? We just we are our history. You know what I'm saying? But we can be bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? But like, really, mm-hmm. there's no history bigger than our history. If you look up African history, you know what I'm saying? Or just I say ancient Egypt, you know what I'm saying, commit. I really hate when I hear people call it Egypt, you know what I'm saying, because that's, that's that name was given to it, it was invented, you know what I'm saying, but commit means black, the black land, you know what I'm saying, and Egypt is the only, commit is the only place where water goes from the bottom to the top. Biggest river in the world, and it runs backwards, you know what I'm saying, like, God don't make no mistakes. Them pyramids is in the exact spot that they need to be in. When the sun go up, the sun come right at the peak of this pyramid. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing over there is is by accident. Everything wow. is divine. You know what I'm saying? Like, every literally everything is divine over there. You know what I mean? Like, like I just say Christianity, for example. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got I got a cross on my thumb. You know what I'm I hate to have it upside down, but like. Like I got a cross on my thumb, you know, mm-hmm. and like after I got the cross, you know what I'm saying, I started to do more research on it. And before, before Jesus, the cross was, you know what I mean, like people got hung on crosses, you know what I'm saying? Like if you were a revolutionary, if you went against the state, you know, like this is what you, you got put on the cross, you know, and Jesus went, he didn't go against anyone, you know what I'm saying? But like they put him as an enemy of the state, you know, and mm-hmm. you get the cross, you know, and like that's that's why it's the symbol of that religion. But like the cross really means time, time and space. You know what I'm saying? You got time and space. You know what I'm saying? Like both on linear planes and they cross each other. This is when you, you know what I'm saying? Like when time and space meet, a human happens or an event happens or an experience, you know what I mean? But like the Ankh, I started reading more on the Ankh, you know what I'm saying? And it's <laughs> the Egyptian, the comedic symbol for life, you know, and just 
looking like reading up on it. You know what I'm saying? It's before we got here, we wasn't too much religious. You know what I'm saying? When we got here, we became religious, but we were spiritual before then. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like meditation was was big, you know, in spiritual countries. You know what I'm saying? Spiritual places of the world. I don't know where I truly come from. You feel me? If you ask me, I came from South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, USA. You hear me? But like, you know what I'm saying? Something in me knows that I'm bigger than where I came from. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's just it's just a power. Mm-hmm. When people got their foot on your neck, they don't want you to understand or realize that you got the power to take it off. You know, and that's really where where we at right now as black people in America. You know what I'm saying? Like we got power. We got the power. You know what I'm saying? It's just how we gonna go about it, how we gonna unionize, like, like we got to stick together. You feel me? Like the NBA, that turned me up. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing that, that they did powerful. that. You feel me? But then, but then out of the 16 teams in the bubble, only the Lakers and the Clippers said, let's postpone the whole season. Let's postpone the whole playoffs. Only two out of 16. The majority of them people in the room are black. You know what I'm saying? But like only two out of 16 said, hey, nah, we ain't going for this. And that let me know, like, okay, we was we was powerful enough to make a big decision. But like what stood in the way of making another one? You know what I'm saying? It wasn't power because they realized they had the power. It had to be something, you know what I'm saying? Something in that room, nothing outside of that room. A lot of things outside of that room could have changed. You know what I'm saying? Some of that stuff. But like in that room, in that moment, you know what I'm saying? Like 14 other teams was like, nah, LeBron, nah, Kawhi. We want to finish the season. We don't care about what's going on. I mean, they do care. You know what I'm saying? Because they showing the change. But like, Mm -hmm. it's different. You got to be able to, Malcolm X, what do you say, man? You got to be able to die behind this shit, man. For real, bro. Because like, this 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 is really real. Like, these people was really like the government, like they was really on Malcolm X because bro could bro had the power. Like they called this man the black messiah. Like that's not you don't you don't get that name, you know what I'm saying? Just for from waking up in the morning. You get that name because you really got a persuasive power that can make people rise up, you know what I'm saying, and realize what's really going on. Cause it's absolutely crazy when you sit back and think about what's really going on. Like just to just to get on some like a uh a recent, you know what I'm saying, really a future topic. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like this this 5G shit. Let me just talk to you. This 5G, bro, <laughs> is absolutely mind blowing how fast it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like they telling me, they telling me that my phone, my phone can be 100 times faster. Like it's already open. My phone can be 100 times faster than this and that. And click on the app and open the app. Like my phone can be. A hundred times faster, and nothing can happen. Nothing like nothing's wrong. You know what I'm saying? That has that takes a lot of power, a lot of radio waves, and a lot of frequency in order to get your phone to where it never loads. You you get on YouTube and the video is all the way to the end already. You know what I'm saying? Like, so people are gonna have to be more spread out. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have to be farther apart. 
you know, because my phone can't have this power and your phone have this power and we be in the same space safely. So, but with these, with the, with the new technology, you can't have one big cell phone tower and it power everybody's 5G technology. You got to have like stations, like mm -hmm. instead of it being a cell phone tower, it'd be a cell phone station. You know what I'm saying? And they will, and these waves, they can't travel through solid objects. Like they won't be able to make it through a brick wall or a tree or anything like that. So you got to, and, and in order to keep this power consistently, you got to put like you've been to college so just think about like 10 of these on a college campus in order for this whole college campus to be fully 5g efficient we running and da -da 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 -da, autonomous cars and autonomous uh, buses to take you to school da -da -da -da. you don't need human interaction anymore it's gonna have to be fast efficient and close together it's probably twenty thousand cell phones on the college campus and you got to really power these with this type of power, you know what I'm saying? And you can't have that many people in one space. And this happened, this look, 5G, when they, I mean, the talks of it have, has been out for years, but 20 Patriots, Falcons, whenever that Super Bowl was, they had 2018? 18, AT&T had an ad. 2019. And, well, a, I don't want nobody to know where I'm staying because I, I feel like I'll be looking at too much shit. But AT&T, they had a 30-second ad with nothing, no noise. It was nothing on the TV, but it said 5G-E. 5G, AT&T 5G-E for 30 seconds. That's all it said. It was, a, you know, everybody loves Super Bowl commercials. You want to laugh? Mm -hmm. Nah. Wasn't no laughing. Wasn't nothing, nothing said. It was just introducing 5G-E. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of last year, end of 2019, you know what I'm saying? They started to come through. And then you get 2020. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, 5G supposed to be up, running. We got Teslas driving themselves, blah, 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 all this 5G technology. You know what I'm saying? But then something happens in the world and they tell you you have to be this far apart from each other. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be on no conspiracy shit. I'm really just on some like in the events of history, something happened before the event got wrote down. You know, and honestly, I do think that this coronavirus BS is something to get 5G out into the people. Cause it started in China. China already they have a 5G city. You know what I'm saying? It's a city that's ran mm -hmm. on 5G, fully autonomous. Like Toyota, they trying to do this thing called a woven city. It's literally like the city is braided together. You can get everywhere. You can get you can get right here on this street, right up here. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is connected. So, and it's got a power grid. It's ran on a power grid, like up under it. You know what I'm saying? You can go, you can type in this called a woven city. They'll tell y'all about it. But like. It's, it's, it's ran on a power grid and it's got fully autonomous robots. You know what I'm saying? Autonomous, that means they automatic. They go by themselves. You don't need nobody to do anything. But, and they bring you food from under the city. You feel me? They bring, they, McDonald's is up here. The robots and come to your town and bring it to there. You know what I'm saying? Things mm -hmm. are really becoming Jetson this. You Interesting. Know, and, Go start and, with the 5G. So I started with 5G, man. Like this shit's real. Like 
Cause I mean, for like I I I remember the transition from three G on my phone to four G LTE on my phone, and the shit was so fast that I didn't think it was real. I come from using Facebook on my flip phone. You know what I'm saying? And now I got this, and I'm I'm I got the whole internet. I got the world at my fingertips. You know what I'm saying? The 5G is gonna make it way, way crazy, way, way crazy. Cause, but the last thing about 5G, they say that it is, it's coined as the Internet of Things. You know what I'm saying? If my oven is wireless, or if my oven like Bluetooth, I can 350, boom, and it's gonna start warming up. You know, like my car, if I, I don't have to press a button and it'll take me to my favorite gas station, you know, and like things like this are about to start happening within these next five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you really have to get the world prepared for this. You know what I'm saying? So I think that I don't know. Corona is real. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe that folks getting sick. I know people that died. You know what I'm saying? But like, bruh. You cannot tell me with all of this new technology coming in, we get a new disease and nothing's wrong. Like nothing's connected. You feel me? Like that's different. That is interesting. I would say I don't know anything about 5G, but everything says very interesting. I can see how everything connects. So I'll, I'll, um, one thing I like about podcasts and this podcast itself is I feel like each episode has longevity to it. So be interesting. You said five, 10 years. Five, ten years. Come back, look at this. And the stuff, the stuff I'm telling you, you're gonna be like, bro, that's crazy, bro. My like, Papa John's just pulled up to my house with nobody in the car. (laughs) It's gonna be like Amazon. Never mind. I ain't ain't gonna talk about Amazon, but the CIA might come out to me or something. But Amazon, bro, (laughs) Amazon has taken the world completely over. They made a couple acquisitions that have made it so that they could really. I forgot what is it, Ring, and there's also some type of drone tracking technology to help with tracking packages and delivering. Yeah, that's what they want. That's what they want. That's what they want. I was looking up, I was looking up, because I ain't going to lie to you, man. Jeff Bezos, that's my guy. He a Capricorn, too. (laughs) Jesus a Capricorn Capricorn. club, yo. You hear me, you hear me. (laughs) Okay, so Jeff Bezos, bro, he's so so genius, man. But anyway, bro, like, he really want to have like stations, like package stations to where like you don't need humans anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I worked at Amazon. A robot could do exactly what I done. Like I just went to an aisle and picked because the scanner told me where it was at. And I went in there and picked it. A robot can literally go and be there and pick that same item the same way I did. But the only thing about this robot, it is not going to complain. It's not going to ask for a salary. It's not going to ask for any raises. And it don't got to go to the bathroom. These folks is yeah. on that. Like, They're already on it. There's this um, T-Pain at the show, the T-Pain School of Business. And one of the first episodes of season two, he went to this burger place in California. It's a startup tech, but a restaurant. Yeah. And basically the whole thing was run by machines. Like they had a machine that would take the meat, grind it up, put it in the patty form, cook it, really? even had someone with the buns too. I think actually, no, they had a person slicing the buns, but that was the only thing that that person did, that and cleaning up. That's crazy. Everything man. else, cooking the burger and all that stuff done by a machine. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Hey, I want to take a quick break to tell you about a Facebook group we've put together called Working While Black. It's the number one group for black professionals, creatives, entrepreneurs, and people in the workforce to connect, learn, and support each other's growth. It's an extension of this very podcast and will be a place to dive deeper into topics discussed on this show, as well as having the opportunity to participate in a live Working While Black series that addresses the black experience in the workplace. Now, if you're feeling this, then you'll want to join immediately because we're naming the first 50 people to join as the founding members who will get special privileges as the group grows. Now, you can join today by searching for Boss Locks Working While Black. And also, to just make it real easy on you, if you click the link in the description, it'll take you to our site. We can learn about our guests and everything that they're doing, but also, you'll see really easy instruction on how to join the group. I'm talking about, like, a click of a button and boom, like, you're there. So, you know, it's free, it's easy, and it's built to support black growth. So, join today, and I'm looking forward to see you there. Thank you very much for listening, and now back to our show. So, um, yes, one thing I like to ask everyone who comes onto the show is how do you define professionalism, like in your own words? Professionalism is how you respond, you know, professionalism is being able to act first, you know, and predict the response. You know, you really got to be able to, I don't think that professionalism has anything to do with your external. I think it's more about what's inside of you. you know I'm saying, can you handle the stress of a job? Can you handle the pressure of a job? You know I'm saying being under pressure, can you still make professional decisions? You know, like if I don't care if I had the worst day in the world, you know what I'm saying? I go on the job and somebody's a customer come in saying they want this. I'm not going to be like, man, that I I just had the worst day of my you know what I'm saying you cannot do that you know like like I can I compare that to athletes who perform or who you know what I'm saying go to play games after the death of a loved one you know what I'm saying that's being professional you know that's being able to respond to to anything in any different environment you know what I'm saying but basically is being able to respond correctly and having the guts to act first, that's professionalism. I like that answer. I always feel like there's no wrong answer. Um, I think, and usually every, actually, every time for the most part, I hear a different type of answer, but that one, I don't think I've ever heard from someone. And sometimes there's a lot of like similarities, but that is kind of a unique one. I like that. Yeah. So when you kind of think of professionalism and, um, well, before we get there, actually, you, so I came across you after I saw a post, actually, my girlfriend sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And in the post, I saw you dressed up, which you said was your Sunday best. You were talking okay. about your experience at Enterprise. Can you share a little bit about um, kind of everything around that and what led up to that moment? Man, I went to Dillard's. You feel me? I didn't go to TJ Maxx, man. I went to Dillard's. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I tried to go in there and really be like, if this how if this if this what I gotta do, this I'm gonna do the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna go over the top. I'm gonna look good every day. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna really change my wardrobe for this job. You know what I'm saying? I was really ready to. Man, I prepared for that job like 
like it was a final exam. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally studied, you know what I'm saying? I was ready for the questions. I was ready for, you know what I'm saying? Stories, not story, but you know what I'm saying? Examples, real life examples. You know what I'm saying? I I knocked the interview out the park, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I I went in there, you know what I'm saying? Like my girl, she was like, you know, good luck. I, you know, you got this, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, when I come back, I'm going to be an enterprise employee. You feel me? And I made my mind up, you know, and I went, I knocked the interview out the park. Like they love me in there. You feel me? Like folks was, you know what I'm saying? Eating out my hands, but you know what I mean? And I was eating out of theirs too. It was cool. It was, it was a really cool, almost lightweight, perfect situation. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, God just had other plans. Because it was just like, you feel me? Like they had called me and it was just like, was like, well, you got the job. You know what I'm saying? You just got to cut your hair. I'm like, oh, okay. Shoot, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, at first, I'm like, shit, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But then once I hung that phone up, man, and me and my girl started talking, like, well, once I really, once I hung that phone up, I was like, yeah, I cannot cut my hair, bro. Like, I've been doing this forever and I you know what I'm saying I always said like in high school like I was like I don't think that I don't think the world would be I don't think the world would be bold enough to ask me to cut my hair like by the time I get out of college and you know what I'm saying I'm looking for a job I don't think they'll be bold enough to do that but I was wrong you know what I'm saying and it happened and I salute enterprise for trying to make it right you know what i mean but like at the same time it should have never been wrong that's right so i feel like i understand why but i really want to hear um from your own words like why mm -hmm. did you kind of choose to say no i don't want to put it all on my son but like you know what i'm saying like I never wanted him to ask me like, daddy, why you cut your hair? You feel me? And I got to tell him, I, they made me, I was forced to do it or so I could, you know what I'm saying? So you could have insurance or so blah, blah, blah. I ain't trying to tell him that, man. I'm like, forget it. I want him to be like, daddy, I know why you turned down that job. You know what I'm saying? On his way to private school, on his way to, you know what I'm saying? College. I want him to know like, you did that because you stood up for what you believed in. You know what I'm saying? You did that because you was confident enough to make your own decision as a man. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really all that's about is choices, you know? And I just wanted to let my son know that he got a choice. I love that. love that. Appreciate that, bro. Mm -hmm. Says a lot. And I was wondering, because uh, earlier you mentioned sacrifices and mm -hmm. talking about like it'd be a sacrifice to cut your hair, but if anything, it was kind of a sacrifice to say no, but for kind of a bigger purpose. Thanks, teaching bro. your son a lesson like 10, not even 10, man. That, that's Straight a lesson up. that could just continue to learn over and over through life. Exactly, man. I didn't even know that that post was going to get that much attention. I mean, I ain't going to say I didn't know because I, the, like, the interview was Thursday and I had posted that on Monday. So the whole time I'm like joking with my family and my mom and stuff. I'm like, man, I, like, like y'all gonna make me post this and go viral, man. I ain't trying to post it. I don't want to go viral. I ain't posting it. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna go viral, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I posted it for real and it went viral. I'm like, oh my gosh, fool. Like, now what? You know what I'm saying? And it, it really put me in that, because I've always been that that type of guy. Like, oh my, my girlfriend, she was saying like, like she more of a, 
she's more of a process type person. I'm more of a result. And then what? Then what? You know what I'm saying? I want to know the answer. And then what? Like, what do I do with this answer? You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know. That was just, that That wasn't a, it's not a good look. You know what I'm saying? I just, I felt like they was really trying to change me. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. Because I know that was definitely, um, it's it's never like easy to say to turn, say no to a job, especially after it's offered to you. Facts. Oh my God. Benefits, everything. Well, everything was on the table. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I knew I could rank up in there. And that, that's what's so crazy. It's like, like, I just, I'm competitive, you know? So I, I really couldn't wait to get in there and rent my first car or, you know what I'm saying? Put my first log in or, you know what I'm saying? Get somebody to buy a protection package. Like, I couldn't wait for things like that. You know what I'm saying? But it just, it wasn't what it was. Now I'm trying to get people to buy, you feel me, mixtapes and, you know, sweatsuits and shit like that. You know what I mean? But ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, absolutely nothing's wrong with it because, you know, more people, more people that made money off an of idea than people have working. That's a good point. I like that. I like that. So, um, let me ask you. I'm curious about your lock journey. Uh, you said you okay. had locks in high school. Is that right? Yeah, I got them in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay, so you've had them for a minute. Do you? Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Actually, I said what? I started my locks. The summer before eighth grade, too, actually. Yeah, that's that's yeah. About 2009. You know what I'm saying 2009. Ish. Yeah, yeah, 2007 oh, for me. But yeah, man, that's funny. Um, do you remember what inspired you to start your lock journey? Uh, yeah, I I never really liked my hair. You know what I'm saying? Like it like it would grow up and it would just curl up or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, and Lil Wayne was was popping at the time. Lil Wayne, you feel me? I was like, yeah. Wheezy, you know what I'm saying? So I, just grew, <laughs> I just grew dreads and then like Waka Flocka started blowing up, you know what I'm saying? Then Future mm-hmm. blew up and it was just like, now everybody, you know what I'm saying? Now everybody on the dread wave. But when I was in dreads, man, folks was, folks was on my head like, oh my God, bro, what is wrong with you? Girls come up <laughs> to me like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, why would you do that? It just doesn't look good. Uh, I'm like, man, buddy, stop. Because when I'm a singer, you're going to be on me. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, damn, my hair was about, my hair, my hair got long. It got long by the time I was a singer. <laughs> but that's why, that's why I started the dreads, man. Just cause it was just I wanted to, I wanted to do something personal. You feel me? My mama, my mama friend, she had dreads, you know, and like she just talked to me, talked to me about it. You know what I'm saying? It taught me into it. You know what I'm saying? Then she ended up twisting my hair, you know, and then I got the bad babies. Yeah, they look nice. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. So. What's something that you wish that people understood about locks or just natural hair in general? God would not put something on your body that he wants you to cut off. This 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 grows without doing anything. I could sleep for 10 years, my hair won't, you know what I'm saying? Like this is it's love, it's strength, man, it's power. You know what I'm saying it's a journey. It's who I am. Shit. You know what I mean? Like these, like I, I, I wouldn't know who I was without them. You feel me? Like I would, I would, I would have to kill another person. I'm talking about myself, y'all. You feel me? Right. Like, Everyone remember back figuratively, like, people. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Man, I like that answer. So, another thing I like to ask everybody, and there's no wrong answer to this either. 
Okay. But do you consider your locks a hairstyle or a lifestyle? That's my life, man. You know what I'm saying? I had look, I done had this fade, these dreads with the fade since I got it. You know what I'm saying? I knew that this is how I wanted my hair. I knew that this is who I wanted to be. You know what I mean? And it, it happened, you know. Love it. Man. Lil, I want to thank you for taking the time for this and especially, you know, um, so soon and everything. Like this is a really like quick process. Like reached out, boom, boom, and here we are. Especially, okay, you know, man. giving me the chance before Ellen reaches out to hear yeah. the story of that scholarship. Yeah. Heard it here first. But um I know there's like so much more to your story and your journey. So um before we go, is there anything else you wanted to touch on or say? Man, I want to tell you I appreciate you for giving me this platform. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't get to talk like this a lot. Because my friends, they not. If I was telling them some of the stuff you, I'm telling you, they wouldn't give me the attention you was giving me. You know what I'm saying? And like, it just it made me feel good that I can, I can talk about, I can talk really intellectual about intellectual topics. You know what I'm saying? Or about topics that's not really comfortable for people to talk about. You know what I mean? I just, you know what I'm saying, want to give a big shout out to Boss Locks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's who need to be shouted out. It's you, my dog. Man, I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm glad we got the time to really, like, let you, like, speak on all of it, man. I loved every single moment of it. Appreciate that, bro. All right. Hey, y'all, you know, y'all subscribe to my YouTube, man. I was about to it's say, random. how can they find you? Skirt. Boom, boom, boom. That's Instagram. Yeah. That's Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, everything. Cleo. MCM. Even my Snapchat. Y'all can add me on there too. Y'all want to see what I'm doing every day. Can't miss it. I just want money in the bank. Have no time for them. We just pray and say amen. Been here, boys, since way back when. I just want money in the bank. I don't want no problem. Family know, yeah, they know I got them. Just want Lizzy in my wallet. Just want money in the bank. Have no time for them. Just pray and say amen. Been here, boys, since way back when. I just want money in the bank. I don't want no problem. Family know, yeah, they know I got them. Just want Lizzie in my wallet. I just want money in the bank. Baby, please don't stress me out. I just wanna have some fun. And a bank too much for shouts. But that's fine, I'll chase his mumsy. She don't love him, but she loves me. Feelings mutual, baby, trust me, baby, trust me. David told me fire upon them. I, I don't even wanna watch them. Cause the way that they're hating, that, that shouldn't be a problem. David told me Tati Billion. Out this world, I want other Williams. Not Serena, I'm talking about a skinny one. But a skinny one. Money in the bag. Money in the bag. I just want money in the bank, money in the bank. I just want money in the bank, money in the bank. I just want money in the bank.